0: For thousands of years, women have been defined by, shamed because of, and oppressed for, their bodies and sexuality. Societies globally and historically have attempted to keep women's power at bay by controlling the narrative over our bodies and sexuality. If you're ready to reclaim your power, recharge your relationship with your own body, and reignite your sexuality, then you have come to the right place. I'm Tara, a body and sex-positive advocate who aims to break stigmas and end shame when it comes to women's sexuality and their body competence. You are now tuned in and turned on with Tara. I am so excited to announce that tuned in and turned on with Tara is officially a partner with SDC.com. If you don't know what SDC is It stands for Seek, Discover, Connect, and it is a lifestyle dating site for adults, both couples and singles, who are open-minded. It is a great way to connect with other couples or singles who are interested in swinging like you. Not only can you meet so many other people in the community, you also get access to all sorts of media content like podcasts, articles, and videos answering your questions about swinging. SDC also lets you put in your travel dates so that you can connect with people wherever you may be traveling to you. And the site shares events and parties near you. If you want to give it a try, get a free 14-day trial with my code 37201 or following the link in my show notes. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to Tuned In and Turned On with Tara Michelle. I'm excited about this week's episode. I feel like I say that every every week. I'm excited about this week's episode. I need a new a new, a new intro, but I am excited because this is the first time I'm really going to be recapping one of my swinger weekends. One of the weekends I've gone to a swinger club, talking about that experience firsthand. At first, I wasn't really sure that I like wanted to do a podcast episode about this because I know like so many other swinger podcasts do this, and I just didn't want to feel like I was like copying them or like repeating. You know, the same thing, but to be honest, everyone has their own unique experience when they go to the club. But also, I think it's a good chance to talk about some of the things that I went through this weekend because, like, things were not smooth sailing. And it also kind of gives you an insight to the humanity of people. Like, you see me on social media, you see me on Instagram, you listen to this podcast but you might not know a lot about like who I am or like what's going on behind the scenes. And this will kind of give you guys a little bit of insight because surprisingly this weekend was just like kind of all over the place for me. Um, So first of all, the event was at Tempted, which is a swingers club in Louisville, Kentucky. And I am originally from Kentucky, just like I lived in a town on the Tennessee Kentucky state line but I lived in Kentucky a lot of the time and I say that because that's going to be important to the story <laughs> eventually but anyway, so this is a swinger society event and I work for the Swing Nation podcast which is kind of like a branch of swinger society So oftentimes I have to work at these events so if you see me at like Red Room last uh, month when they had an event, I was working the front desk, checking people in. I'll work the merch booths. I'll help set up and stuff. So last month I said, hey, I will work this January event at Red Room all by myself both nights. And then that way I can take off for the tempted event. Because my birthday is February 2nd. So I kind of wanted this to be like my swinger birthday celebration. I didn't really like push that a whole bunch other like maybe I should have, but I wasn't really like, let's celebrate my birthday. I was just like, this is going to be my kind of like getaway for my birthday. So I was really excited to go really excited because, um, we have, a, I have a really huge group of swinger friends. We're kind of like in a, I guess it would be a friend group, it, but it's huge. Cause there's like 10, 12 couples in it. And this was like one of the first events we were all going to be at in a long time. Uh we also a lot most of us saw each other when we went to um Arrows in Knoxville. But it's been two months and so I was really excited to see everybody again. And it's crazy because these are my swinger friends are some of the people that I can be the most myself with and don't feel like I have to turn down the dial on any part of me. And so Not being able to see them as often it can kind of suck sometimes but it makes the times that we do see each other even more special i've kind of talked about this but this year even though we're like only two months in has been a little rough for me and just like been going through some stuff some stuff i'm not going to talk about on here but um i needed this weekend away like i needed a weekend to like blow off some steam i needed a weekend to get away and to take my mind off things, because I've been extremely stressed out, I've gone through some hard shit already this year and been sad, and so I was just really looking forward to this weekend. So Friday, we, my husband and I, decide to drive up to Louisville. I am driving first because he is, like, needing to answer emails on his phone and stuff, and so for the drive to Louisville, you have to drive through the town, like my hometown, and you have to drive through all these areas of Kentucky that I used to live in. And I've spoken about it a little bit on other podcast episodes, but my life growing up was not very stable or easy. And, um, I have a lot of really traumatic memories from my childhood, just to be honest. And maybe one day I'll do a podcast sharing like my whole story and stuff. I don't really know because it's not really like on topic (laughs) um, for this podcast, but it is just, I don't know. It's a pretty crazy story. Part of this story is that um, two parts of the story is one of the parts is that when I was younger, um, my mom would move us around a lot. So we would move kind of like all over different areas in Southern Kentucky And I just don't really go back there very often. So when we were driving up, I would see these landmarks and places that just brought up these childhood memories. And I try really hard to not think about these things or think about my childhood or just for so many reasons. Because sometimes some of it was good and it makes me sad because it seems like a whole other lifetime ago. Um, but a lot of it was really bad and really scary. And so I just don't like thinking about that. So as we're driving up there, I'm seeing these landmarks that just remind me of like where I lived when I was younger and stuff. And my husband's answering messages on his phone and he was like talking on the phone and like doing some important work. So I was like trying to hold my shit together, but I could feel while I was driving anxiety and like just sadness like creeping up my like body I felt it in my chest I felt it in my throat and I felt like a panic attack like coming on I guess it was just seeing all this stuff and remembering it and I was trying to like push it out of my head it just was really really hard (laughs) and I eventually was we were driving so much I was gripping the steering wheel until my like knuckles were turning white and eventually I said hey I need you to drive like I can't drive here because I really like it was it was weird it was almost like I was getting dizzy and just felt like out I don't know it was like almost like out of body you just felt really strange and the panic attack I could feel it because like when I'm having a panic attack I always feel it kind of move up the left side of my body like under my collarbone and my throat and I could feel it and just was not good and then as soon as I said that to him I just started crying. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just have all these memories like I wish I could just not have and push out. And it's it's stuff that I've had to deal with in therapy and stuff like that. But as I've gotten older, I've started to remember more stuff. And I think like that's probably from therapy and dealing with stuff because I had pushed so much of it out and kind of blacked it out. I think my brain didn't remember it to protect me. But as I've gotten older, things will trigger memories and they'll come back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, that happened. You know, that's what PTSD is. I have complex PTSD, but it's like reliving your trauma. And it's really hard for me when I'm driving through these areas that I used to live and I'm just remembering everything. So we switched and he drove the rest of the way and it was better. It was still hard for me because we were getting up to Lexington, Kentucky, and I have some like really bad memories in Lexington as well because um my grandma had leukemia, acute leukemia, uh when I was in high school when I was fifteen. And like my parents were in high school when I was born, so I had really young grandparents. So my grandma was fifty-two, which is so young when I was fifteen. And she had acute leukemia and she would have to go stay up at the cancer hospital up there. And so I remember driving up there and staying there. And, um, I was up there the night that she passed away and it was just like a really horrible, horrible, um, experience just forever, like just vividly in my brain. And so then I'm thinking about those things too. So I didn't expect all these emotions to come up, like on my way to a swinger event. Like I was so excited. I was like ready to have fun and stuff. And, my body and my brain were just like surprise. <laughs> uh, you're about to face some trauma. So sorry, I'm laughing about it, guys. But like, what else can you do, right? So anyway, we end up getting to Louisville, and we get our hotel, and we book it. We you know are checking in, and we walk into our room, and <laughs> actually, my husband was getting the bags downstairs, and I went up to the room. And to go ahead and put like what I had in there. And I opened the door and I'm just like hit in the face with this overwhelming smell of like fish sticks. Like someone microwaved fish sticks. It was so gross. I had to just like walk out of the room. Like I couldn't even, I couldn't even stand in there. So I was in the hallway. I end up seeing some of our friends (laughs) and talking to them. Some of them I'm like, yeah, like my room smells like fish they're like, what? And they walked in there and they smelled it. And they're like, oh my God. And it was, it was bad. I would walk into their room to compare the smell and it like didn't smell that bad at all. So I was like, okay, this is insane. My husband gets up there and he's like, oh my God, this is really bad. So we have to leave the door open. The hotel is completely booked. So we couldn't switch to another room. So we just had them bring up a whole can of air freshener and they left it up there and they like gave it to me and I was just like spraying the room constantly the smell eventually did go away or we just became nose blind to it but I was like oh my god it was really bad but the good thing about our room is that our room for some reason we got the um handicap room so there it's just much bigger so like a wheelchair could move around and things so we did have a bigger room than everybody else which was really nice this hotel was not like the best hotel. I honestly probably will not stay there again. It was like the Hilton True or True by Hilton. And I want to stay there again because one, there was no dressers, no closets in any of the rooms, even in my huge room. Okay. So there was like nowhere. It was just weird. It was like this weird European style of hotel. I did not like it. And then the flooring was like this cheap linoleum. It looks like they just stuck down like some really super fake hardwood flooring. And I know I sound like a snob right now, but like to me, I feel like we're Hilton Rewards members. If you're paying for like, I don't know, any hotel by Hilton, it should just be nicer than this maybe. I don't, I don't know. And our floor was like sticky and we had to have them come and mop. We're like, hey, that night we're leaving for the event we need you to come mop at six forty-five when we leave. And then the theme for that night was a black and white affair. And I was really excited about my outfit for this night because I had, you can see it on Instagram, this like little black cocktail dress. I got these sheer gloves that went up past my elbows. I love fashion guys. So I just love putting together outfits for these events. It gives me a chance to dress up and just, you know, lean into that side of myself. Seth is like so frustrated that night he is so irritated (laughs) uh because our room like smelled bad and he couldn't get the shower to work and the water pressure sucked and the floor was sticky so he was like not having it and it's funny because the next night I think we switched moods I was like all happy-go-lucky Friday the club was running a shuttle from the hotel to the club which was really nice and it was like this like limo bus and it was really nice and we got to ride on there with um some other people going to the event that we didn't know and got to talk to them for a minute. And that was great. And I loved the whole like safety and security of being able to like ride that bus back and forth. And the driver was really nice and great. And so on the way to the event, I'm like, hey, can you pull up our tickets, babe? And he's pulling up our tickets. And for some reason, they're only pulling up Saturday nights tickets. And I'm like, oh my God, did I like forget to request Friday tickets? No, like I'm pretty sure I did request Friday tickets because I work for them. Like I request tickets instead of like going through the whole thing of like buying them. We don't have tickets for Friday night. And I'm like, crap, because I knew that they were almost sold out. They were completely sold out for Saturday. So we get there and I'm trying to get a hold of Dan and Lacey, who are the Swing Nation podcast host and also work for Swingers Society slash my bosses slash my friends. And I'm texting them and I'm like, guys, I can't, I don't have tickets. I don't know what to do. And I can't get a hold of them. So then I call my friend, I call Daphne and I'm like, Daphne, please tell Dan and Lacey to look at their phone. They don't, she doesn't answer. I call her husband. He doesn't answer. And finally I get a hold of Dan and he comes out there and like gets us in and stuff. But I was like freaking out because I have really bad anxiety over events and I like things. To I've always been like this. I plan things out like in my head, and I've kind of had to learn to let go of expectations. But I will see things going a certain way. And if they don't go according to my plan that I have in my head, I will get super freaking anxious and nervous. And so once we didn't have those tickets, I was freaking out. But luckily, it all worked out. So we walk in, um, Dan and Lacey give us our VIP. Food, our vip bracelets so that we can sit back in the vip with them and then uh, Lacey showed me around the club seth and i like toured upstairs by ourselves let me just tell you i was like blown away by tempted it really is and people kept telling me it was such a nice club it really is such an amazing club the dance floor is huge i love that there's like balconies all around that people can look down on the dance floor the playrooms are really cool i love the themes There was one that's like a fishbowl theme and it's like all like underwater feeling and they play water noises and I think that's really cool. There was a Playboy room and so before everyone got there, my husband and I went in there and closed the door and he took some pictures of me since I'm technically a Playboy bunny. I was so amazed. Like they have these really nice showers. All the decorations, the dungeon was so nice. You can just tell that they put so much thought into everything. I was really blown away by the decor. I was blown away by how nice the club was. I definitely, definitely love it there. And it's it's amazing. I can't believe how huge it is, too. Like a lot of the clubs are not can only fit up to like a hundred people, 150 people, and they can fit up to 500 at Tempted, which is crazy. If you want to see a tour of that, I know that Lacey did one on the Swing Nation's YouTube channel and it's also on their TikTok. So if you want to go over there, plugging in my work a little bit, but uh, you can go watch it. But it really is just an amazing club. We get there at seven because that's when the club opens and it stays open till three. And that was my first mistake thinking that I could party for that long because let's be real. Like I don't, between swinger events, I don't do anything. Like I'm at home with my kids. I'm asleep. I'm in bed, you know, by like 10 o'clock, I don't really drink during the like usual times, like maybe a glass of wine or something, but I don't like party or anything. So thinking I could party from like seven to 3am was an insane thought. Seth's shoes were killing him. He was in dress shoes and they were hurting his feet like so bad and he didn't have any other shoes. So he could like barely stand and walk. He was also really tired from like work. He was just like kind of not super into being there the whole time. And I was like, okay, let's, let's party. Let's go. Let's, you know, and he couldn't hardly dance with me because his feet were hurting so bad. And this is kind of where like communication is really important. I was not picking up on the fact that he wanted to go. He said his feet hurt. He said he was really tired, sometimes Maybe I don't know if I'm like ditzy. I don't know what it is. I need people to spell it out for me. And I needed him to say, hey, I want to leave soon. But he didn't say that. So I wasn't putting it together, even though like I probably should have. And I was trying to wait around because we don't get to do things like this very often. The events like, you know, maybe once a month, once every two months. And that's really the only time we play as swingers. And I love group play. Like I love being in a big group play um I love orgies I don't know it's it's my thing and so I was hoping that we were going to do that Friday night and I was just like sitting around waiting for everyone to get started (laughs) um and Seth kept being like let's go play in a playroom and I was like no and let's just wait a little bit let's just wait a little bit because I was hoping that like everyone would kind of like get started but because the club didn't close till three people didn't get started till like really really late so I was like let's just keep dancing let's just keep dancing So he was, he went and drank a Red Bull and he was like, okay, we're going to stay. Like, I'm going to wake up. Well, he drinks that Red Bull and then I crash and I'm like, I'm ready to go. (laughs) So our timing just did not match up. So I was getting frustrated. I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to sleep. So I said, let's just go up to the playroom. So we went up to the fishbowl room and him and I just had sex. And then we went back down to the playroom and then everyone was playing. I and very awkward. <laughs> so Seth was like, we can play with other people, but because they were all already playing with each other and already kind of had gotten started with each other. I felt extremely awkward, like going into that. I didn't want, I don't like approaching other people at all. Like, I don't know, maybe it's like fear of rejection or something. I'm really shy. I don't want to like interrupt anyone's time. So I did not want to approach anyone about playing and he kind of did, but I was like, oh, like this is awkward. I don't know. I was just like really in my head and overthinking it. So I was like, we can just fuck down here, down here in the VIP alongside everybody, like parallel play. So my dress was laying (laughs) on this couch in the VIP and I look over and I see One of my friends who shall remain nameless leaning over this couch and she's like getting fucked behind and she like squirts everywhere and I'm like, oh my God, my dress is right there. (laughs) So I, it's kind of just like a little thought in my head that I let it go away. So then we are getting ready to leave and I walk over and I pick up my dress and I'm just going to like put my coat around my lingerie and leave the club like that. And my dress is soaked. Oh my god, so gross, so gross. <laughs> um, and it was really, really cold. So someone said they spilled a drink on it too. And so I was like, okay, like, because if it wasn't like a drink and squirt, then like there was something really wrong. Like why, <laughs> why is it so icy? <laughs> but, and it was like soaked. So I was like, oh my God. I just picked it up and I like, we were all getting ready to leave the club, including that couple. And I hand the dresser, and I was like a little drunk too. And I said, "This is your problem. <laughs> you did this. I need you to take care of it." And I made her carry it out of the club. I think she still has it, honestly. I think I'm gonna. Have, I think I was like, "Go wash it." <laughs> I'm not trying to be a bitch, but like, oh, so gross. I was also kind of kidding. I just, I didn't expect her to wash it. I was going to get it, but I think I ended up leaving it in their car or something like that. So because Seth drank that Red Bull, he was like really awake and wanted to like keep going and like partying and like wanted to go up to some of our friends' rooms. And I was like, no, I'm done. (laughs) So I went to our room to sleep and he was up to like 5 a.m. in our room and I felt bad because he drank the Red Bull because of me. He was like super grumpy the next morning because of it because he didn't get very much sleep, which like I understand. And we had to get up pretty early. And I say early for like a night of partying till three, staying up till five. It's early because I was supposed to be the host of a meet and greet luncheon at a restaurant downtown louisville and all these other swinger society members were going to come and my like name was on it and i was like i need to be on time i like my face is on this my name is on this so i it's really important to me to be on time well um we were not on time (laughs) we were not on time And I was only like eight minutes late, but it was late enough to, I guess, and really we, the lunch started at 1130. We got there at 1138, but it was late enough to make it a little awkward when we were walking in because everyone else was already there and seated. And they're like, oh, look, we finally show up to your own event. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, so I was a little frustrated at that point, but I was like, whatever, like, give me a Bloody Mary. I'm going to be okay. And so we kind of chat with everyone. Talked to some new people, uh, people that we followed on Twitter, which was really cool. I love connecting with people. Like We didn't realize it was them at the time, but I love that we've met so many people online and we connect with them in person later, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. We were both so tired. We were so tired, but I drank two Bloody Marys, and I ate some wings, and I don't know why. I was like, this is what I'm going to do because I had a collab scheduled, and by collab, I mean I was supposed to go make content for OnlyFans with my friend Michelle Boss and her husband. And right before that, I'm like, you know what I should do? I should drink two Bloody Marys and eat a bunch of hot wings. (laughs) But you know what, guys? You want what you want, okay? So at this point, we're getting ready to go meet Michelle and I have to go pee. And sorry, this is TMI, but like, this this is legit where my weekend is going. I walk to the bathrooms, I go in the bathrooms and notice that I am bleeding and I have started my period. I was not supposed to start when I'm on birth control, right? So I'm not supposed to start for two weeks. It came out of nowhere. It was just kind of like lightly spotting though. So I was like, okay. This is ugh, like, maybe it's just from like having sex last night. Maybe there's just like a little bit of blood. I just go ahead and I text Michelle and I'm like, Hey, I just want you to know, like, this is the situation. Is this okay? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. Like it happens, whatever. So we were still able to play, which was great. So we ended up going up to her hotel and we had drinks with her and her husband in the lobby. And we talked a little bit about content She's someone who's, like, really experienced, so I love learning from her. But um, I also helped, like, build her website and stuff. So it's crazy because I've been, like, doing some work for her as far as, like, socials and building the website because I do that stuff on the side. And I've never met her in person. So it was really cool to meet her and her husband. The first thing I noticed, obviously, is, like, Michelle's really pretty. Like, she's these beautiful, like, just blue eyes. I don't know if those are her natural eyelashes or not, but they are super jealous. And her husband's pretty cute, and I was like, okay, like, let's go upstairs. I was, like, ready to make content with them because I was attracted to them, and I thought it was going to be fun, and it was. And we ended up having, like, a really hot time. We made some content, but it was also, like, good to meet them in person and break the ice, and and we laughed, and had it was, like, really sexy. And if you guys want to see that, that's on my OnlyFans. I'm releasing that. Um, I think we shot like four different videos. So if you want to go watch those, subscribe to me on OnlyFans and you can see them. But it was a really hot time. But afterwards, we were ready to nap. I was like, it is time to nap. And afterwards, I am bleeding a lot more. And I'm officially like, shit, I am definitely on my period. And as a swinger, (laughs) at a swinger event, it makes things so awkward. (laughs) I was going to name this episode by the way, uh, Tempted, a weekend attempted, a bloody good time. And I thought that was fucking hilarious, but Seth said it was too much. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name the episode that, but like I just want you guys to know that's what I wanted to name it. Luckily, like Michelle and her husband were really cool about it, and like we like worked around it and stuff like that. But I was really nervous and it made me just really not in a good mood, basically, like the rest of Saturday. So we went back to our hotel to nap and I'm cramping and bloated. I like don't feel good now. And we set an alarm for 745 because we're like, we're not going to go at seven again. Like that was way too early. We were too tired. And so we set an alarm for 745. We're like, we're going to nap and then we'll get up, get ready for the club and we'll go to the club around nine. So I set the alarm on my phone. We go to sleep. I'm really excited about this club night too because the theme was shades of gray. I got this amazing dress to wear. Also, I shared it to my socials so you can see it. It was just this amazing dress from Dawes Kill. It was like all leather. It was supposed to be like a really sexy night. I was so excited. So we fall asleep, and around nine o'clock, my husband's waking me up and he goes, it's nine o'clock. And I was like, what? I set an alarm and I looked at my phone. I had set the alarm for a.m. instead of p.m., and I was like, shit, I still wanted to be at the club, like, before 10, so I got up, and I was just, like, rushing to get ready. I didn't feel like my hair looked good that night. Wait, that can just throw off your whole life. You're a girl, you know. We got ready. Um, I'm getting texts from my friends that are like, where are you? (laughs) And sorry, like, I overslept. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And then I'm, like, not feeling as hot in the dress as I wanted to because I was on my period. And then I also was, like, how is this going to work? I've never been on my period at an event. So, like, can I even play with other people? Like, are people going to think that's weird? There's so much shame still, like, surrounding a woman and her period. So, like, it's embarrassing to talk about. Do people think it's gross? Am I not going to be able to play? How do I talk to people about it? So I was just, like, in a fog the whole night. I was just not like, didn't feel myself. I felt like bloated. I didn't feel like I could be flirty. People would come and flirt with me. And I was just thinking in my head, like, oh my God, how am I going to tell them I'm on my period? Like it just, it just kind of like had a big damper on the night for me like I still had so much fun dancing with my friends and seeing everyone and laughing and partying with everyone but as far as like the reason that I was there a big reason was to play with people and I just knew that wasn't going to happen or it wasn't really going to work out how I wanted it to so I was just not in a good mood I also didn't have anything I had like two tampons with me and so I was, like, shit, like, I hope this tampon lasts all night. Like, what the hell am I going to do? I'm going to have to find somebody that has some. So we end up just um, – we're we're just, like, having fun. And I'm, I'm just kind of, like, okay, like, my goal is not to play tonight. I'll play with my husband because I know it doesn't bother him. We will just party and have fun. And so that's kind of, like, what my focus was on. But I do want you to know that, like <laughs> – I don't know if you were like flirting with me or talking to me at this event and you thought I wasn't interested in you that was probably not the case it was actually that I just was like really in my head about being on my period and did not know how to approach the subject because I had never dealt with it before DJ life of spice was the DJ for this event and he was playing like all this EDM music which I love and if you saw me you know I was like jumping around the dance floor like I was just feeling myself someone I was talking to someone and they were like you need to go to a festival, because I've never been to a music festival, they're like, you would absolutely love it, and then one of my friends, Jersey, they, Jersey couple, they were like, Terry, you need to, like, slow down, your legs are going to be so sore tomorrow, like, you're going to be, like, you danced all night last night, and you're dancing all night tonight, but I couldn't help, it. I love to dance, if you see me in an event, I you don't know that, like, A lot of times I'll be out on the dance floor by myself. Like I won't be with my husband. I won't be even with my friends. I'm totally happy and content dancing by myself. Like I love it. I just, like, love feeling the music. Like, it's so much fun for me. I like having more room to dance, too. Like, people like to dance with each other, but I'm like, no, I need my space. I need to jump around. But uh, I just felt like the DJ, is Spice, was killing it with his music. And so I was having so much fun. Then, like, people started, like, kind of getting flirty. And it was kind of getting to that point where everybody was going to play. I started to feel really awkward again because, like, I – saw my husband like flirting with this girl and I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to tell her husband um and they're friends of ours but I just still like I just was so in my head guys so I'm dancing kind of by myself my husband comes over and is dancing with me and then another guy that I played with plenty of times previously came up and he started dancing with me he knew already that I was on my period because I had told his wife because we're good friends. So he was like, oh, is that still your situation? And I was like, yeah, but we started dancing. And then he started like, he like put his hand under my dress and like started playing with my clit. Then like my husband was in front of me. And so he was behind me. I was dancing and then my husband was in front of me and they were both kind of like they're pleasuring me, which was really hot and ended up making me come on the dance floor. So that was really hot a really great experience. I was trying really hard to make sure like I didn't squirt because I did not want to get that all over the dance floor. I probably could have come harder, but I was like trying really hard to be careful. (laughs) And the guy was like, happy birthday. (laughs) And I thought that was really funny. So then my husband and I go back to the VIP room where all our friends are. And I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to leave. I'm talking to one of my friends that I work with. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to leave. Cause like I'm on my period. I can't really do anything. And she goes, Oh girl, I got you. I, I've got a disc. And if you're not a girl or if you're a girl who doesn't know a disc is like different. It's kind of like, it's like a menstrual disc is different than a menstrual cup or different than a tampon. It's like a disc that you can slip up inside that will catch all the blood for lack of a better word. And you can still have sex on it and then like not be bleeding. And I was like, oh my God, you are my hero because I didn't have any of those. I've used them before. And she's like, oh yeah, I got you. So then I was like, oh, I can play. (laughs) But I still had to let people know because I knew that they would feel that disc inside of me. Some of our friends were like, hey, we're all going to the upstairs VIP at 1am to fuck. And so I was like, yes, group sex, my favorite. <laughs> so we go upstairs and I'm still not really trying to play with anyone because even though I have that disc, I still feel like, okay, they're going to feel that I still going to have to let them know I'm on my period. And that's still going to be a little awkward. So I didn't really want to fuck around with anyone. And sometimes I feel like fucking people on your period can be like a little intimate, right? Like you're like, that's a really vulnerable time and a woman's... Life or month or you know, and so it's a vulnerable time to play. I went up there and I was just kind of set on playing with Seth. Now, two things happened up there. I don't even know, like how this happened. But first of all. My husband was like, I need to run to the bathroom first. So he ran to the bathroom and I was up there. Well, everyone was getting started around me and I didn't want to, I don't join without my husband or anything. So I was like standing off looking over the balcony and I felt like really awkward because I was like waiting. And if you know my husband, he's very slow. He moves very slow. So I felt like I was waiting on him for forever. And this couple came up and were like talking to me. I am interested in this couple. I probably should make that clear to them. I have not said that. But because I was drunk, they were drunk, I was waiting on my husband, and I felt extremely awkward. I think I like give them the impression I wasn't interested, and really, I was just trying to be like, I'm waiting on my husband. Like, I don't know how to talk to you without him here. I'm just such an awkward person, guys. I really, really am. And so I think that they thought I, like, wasn't interested in them, and they, like, left this section and like went downstairs. I was like, where are you guys going? And so then I, when my husband got back, I was like, you cock blocked me. <laughs> you need to hurry up. We like kind of laughed about it. So hopefully I get a chance with this couple in the future. He gets back. We decide to, you know, kind of play near everyone, everyone, all these different couples around us are fucking. And I just love that atmosphere because it's really hot. It is definitely something that you don't get to experience all the time. And I think it's, I don't know, I just think it's, like, a really hot atmosphere. And I like maybe, like, watching other people, too, at the same time, although, like, everyone is being pleasured. Like, it's just a really cool atmosphere, and everyone's attitude and mindset is at the same place, and I, that's really cool to me. So my husband um, is, like, bending me over on the floor, and, like, doing me doggy style. And then the same guy that had gone on the dance floor came up in front of me and he was like, like suck my cock. I don't even know what he said to be honest with you, but like uh, we got to that point. (laughs) And so I thought that was really hot because I, again, I think I just really like being with two guys. (laughs) My husband had me bent over and he was like fucking me really hard from behind. And at the same time I was like, deep throating the other guy's cock like sucking his cock really hard and getting fucked really hard and it was just like that's what I love I love that kind of experience that was super hot for me yeah so we like finish up with that and then we run into this other couple who we had never played with but we have been flirty with plenty of time and the wife is bisexual so I've really wanted to play with her as well because I think she's super pretty I'm a little intimidated by her but like she's really pretty. And we actually have a lot in common. We're kind of like from the same area, things like that. They come over and they're like, Hey, do you guys want to play? And then I'm like, "Ugh, I'm like, I am on my period. I just got to be honest with you guys. Like I have like this disc in me. And they're like, Oh, we don't care. Like that doesn't bother us. And I was like, Oh, yay. Thank God. Now, like, obviously, I couldn't play with a girl because like girl on girl play when you're on your period isn't really like, sexy it's not going to happen so I didn't get to play with her but I saw her playing with my husband and it was really hot because I knew he I know he thinks she's attractive like everyone does and I could I just knew he was enjoying himself and I like watching him enjoy himself I was ready to I'd been like wanting to fuck her husband for a long time too I just don't feel like I was like in the best mindset because I of the like disc in me and feeling like I was on my period I just didn't Like, it's the first time fucking him. I don't know. I definitely just want another chance to go at it. It was great and it was fun, but I also feel like I was probably not, like, at my best. (laughs) So I – it was still hot and, like, she was in – the, we were in two chairs beside each other. So she was with my husband in one chair and I was with her husband in the other chair. And that's always hot. Like, I love that. So it was still a really hot experience, but I just thought, like, I personally could have been better. I was just really in my head that night. But then we finished up upstairs and my husband and I decide that we are going to go finish in a playroom just with me and him because one, we like to finish with each other, like reconnect. And two, I think like a lot of guys um, have, and even me sometimes, like when I'm around a big group, I can't like get off because there's so many people around. Like I'm really enjoying the experience, but you can get in your head and think about it. So then we went and we finished. We went back in the fishbowl room. Um, Still love that playroom. It's a group playroom too, but there was some other people in there, but we just went off by ourselves and finished. That was really hot and we just had a really great experience. So we finished, we go downstairs, we get all our stuff together. And we also realized that this is like when we have to say goodbye to all of our friends because we're going back to the hotel and everyone's leaving in the morning, going back to where they're from. So it's kind of sad. We're like giving each other hugs and stuff. But we also know we're all going to see each other in a month at the Secrets Hideaway Resort. So that was good to know. So we're telling everyone bye. We go back to our hotel. Go to sleep. We're both in much better moods. We both fucked. We both got off. And overall, I felt like the weekend was a success. We had a ton of fun. We got back to the room. We got to sleep in and get better night's sleep. And I'd been freezing the night before in the hotel room because our heat wasn't working. So before we went up, we got an extra blanket and I slept so much better because I was warm. I usually sleep with like a heated blanket at home too. So I get cold really easily. But anyway, I slept so much better. And then we headed home. And the next day when I woke up, I swear to God, I could barely walk. My legs hurt so bad. My friends, Jersey couple were so right they said to slow down. I danced too much. I could barely walk. My legs hurt so bad. I mean, like the muscles. Like, you know, after you've like lifted really heavy on a leg day and how like it's hard to walk. That's what it felt like. My legs were so sore. Yeah, we, we went back home. We kind of like just relaxed the rest of the day. All of that. So overall, I'm tempted it was a great time. It didn't go how I planned. And I think that that's okay. Sometimes life throws you curveballs, and it's important to be able to kind of like get past it and still have fun and still look toward the positives, but love Tempted. I think it's an amazing club. I cannot wait to go back there. Honestly, it was such a great experience. Uh, still had a hot time and I hope that like by sharing this story in some ways it breaks like the stigma around playing on your period and what I've come to find out is that most people do not care. If you're on your period, but you do have to be upfront about it. So it can be a little awkward to talk about, but once you get past that, you can still have a hot time. You know, I'd love to know what you guys think. Like, well, are you guys down for period play? Are you not? Like, how do you feel about it? And this was kind of like a weird thing to share because usually like I'm talking about like these sexy stories and like the last thing I'm going to be talking about is my period, right? I really don't like talking about that publicly with anybody, but it was just, you know, a natural part, like it happens. And there, we shouldn't really be ashamed. We shouldn't be embarrassed about it. It's just something that happens to us all the time. And yeah, that was like the real life experience. Like that's what happened at the swingers club this weekend. It was a hot, sexy time, but there was still some crazy, you know, curveballs thrown in. Well, guys, I hope that you found this episode interesting. Remember, if you want to see the content with me and Michelle, you can subscribe to my OnlyFans. The link is in my show notes. Until next week, guys, you have been tuned in and turned on with Tara.